If you are looking for a podcast, I can tell you I don't have one. But what I do have are a very particular set of podcasts I like. Podcasts I have listened to over a very long career. My favorite podcast has to be the questionable to return sports podcast found wherever you listen to podcasts or on their website, questionabletoreturn.com. Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another thrilling episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy with my buddies, Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, howdy. Hi. Boom. <laughs> so, what's going on, guys? I think Mike, you shared you had a little bit of a pet peeve. Something there's you want to share? There's something I need to therapy talk about. session. I think yeah. we would have a enter therapy session. How do you guys feel about someone who has their Christmas lights up still? It is almost March. Like still on their house? Still on their house and turn them on at night. Oh, turn them on. So I was about to get a little offended because mine are still up just because of the crazy winter we've had. Are you uh, lighting up the neighborhood at night? No. I turn those off pretty much right after the new year. I don't know. Well, you I don't mean, know. if they're like green for St. Patrick's Day, I no. don't mind that. Oh, no. I noticed driving home tonight, there was a couple of people who had green shamrocks in their windows, like made out of there lights. There you go. And that's fine. It's fine. We're almost to March. But these people still have their same Christmas decorations up, and they turn them on every night. They live not too far well, from me. What I, if, well, see, they might be gone for this for the winter, and they're just automatically coming on. She's saying I should rob that house. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sticky bandits or wet bandits? <laughs> wet bandits, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, so they make those lights that actually change. You can change them to like multicolored or one color and stuff. So if I bought those. Like the LED strips? For February, had pink. March, had green. Mm. Do a Just kept around the 4th of July and got red, white, and blue. Yeah. Like but, November, had brown. <laughs> Is brown an option? <laughs> Probably not. Green and gold for Packers Do season. Orange. There you go. That that would I, you would you be mad? That I think I kind of could get support behind. that. I could kind of. What get if I kept that. the Santa out and then dressed him up like a like a leprechaun, mm, like Cupid? No, no. no not, How about if I kept okay. the tree and had different ornaments for different seasons? Like I had a heart tree. And that then bothers we had, me. We had don't cool. I don't like the tree idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one. I'm in your of, house? I'm kind of okay yeah. with. Really? There's a lot of people actually do that. Really? You know, they have a year-long tree, and they just change the decorations or the ornaments on the said tree. Yeah. I um, noticed on the way to a grocery store, it's like a highway or whatever, but they had, there's a couple houses in a row that still had their lights on, but not only that, had the had the tree still lit in the window. That was obviously Christmas. Yeah. Well, Personally, I think anyone who has their Christmas lights on when March 1st hits, the police should show up and arrest them. <laughs> but it gets worse. I think they should at least just check on them to make sure they're okay. Yeah, a wellness check. <laughs> like a, a courtesy. But the reason I bring that up is I had noticed that someone not far from me just driving home at night had that on. But then I noticed something even worse on my way home from work. There is someone who has an inflatable Thanksgiving turkey in their yard still. 
it's Does probably it air up. It's aired up. Oh, oh that's awesome. Nice. I was gonna say it's probably frozen to the ground, it's but if snow. it's aired up, then no. It's how is it airing up? I don't know. It's got snow all over it, but wow, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Okay, because I think if uh, if people... well, it's almost turkey season in Wisconsin. It's coming up in a, well, I think a couple months. I think that's just being lazy when uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Because <laughs> if uh, if I think the police should show up for Christmas lights, if you still have a Thanksgiving turkey in your yard, I think Guantanamo Bay <laughs> send them straight there. Okay, that maybe I'm overreacting, but kind of annoyed me. I don't want I don't want property values going my property values going down because the neighbor won't take down their stupid Thanksgiving turkey they put up five months ago. Well, maybe the village will come around and actually do like a tax assessment then, and then their property value goes down, and you pay less taxes. Maybe this is just a, a moot, moot point. Why is that? Corrections music. Andy, you said mute point. Last episode, it was it's mute, moot, moot point. Anyway, just wanted to. Wow, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Kelly found that one and told me I had to do it. Where, when did I even talk about it? <laughs> I don't know. You said mute point, and it's moot. I don't even enunciate enough for her. To, I could tell the difference. Well, I heard it. It was mute. Moot. Moot point. Maybe I wanted you to be quiet, so maybe it was a mute point. What? Can I just bring up the one thing, mm-hmm. too, though? So my son, Jameson, just got his jersey for baseball. Yeah, this was... And the name is spelt wrong. Mm-hmm. We did notice that. Right. It's missing a letter. And it's understandable, but Andy, oh, no, is, not. Andy is the assist, assistant coach. No, it's not. And he turned in these names. I no, mean, I come on. You still don't know how to spell my name after 24 years, That's right? That's not true. That is not my job description. You don't know how to spell my last name? That's not a job description. I know how to spell your last name. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Is that with the official time where you're going to let it let it happen? I don't know what you're talking Cause about. Because I, I did it last time and somebody had to beep it out. I, no, I think there's technical difficulties. Well, how about you try again? K-O- Power flickering again? No, that's Power just... flickered, yeah. It's uh, flickered like every time the last couple I know, of weeks. I think it's the bulb. Oh, all right. Hopefully, uh, we're still recording then when you said that. <laughs> Did you stop it or st- you have it on, right? I still have it on. We're good? Okay. Well, anyway, so we're sending those jerseys as, back in. But Yeah. As your sister pointed out, though, it fits so nicely. By, <laughs> it does. By, by skipping <laughs> the a stitches, letter, yeah. it fit right in. Cause it it's, fit perfect. Because it's white and then there's like black from the sleeves and yeah. it fits perfectly uh, inside yeah, what are they the gonna, What are they going to do? <laughs> I'd imagine they'd have to antetokounmpo it. Oh, yeah. And kind of ar- arch it. it. Yeah. Arch it, arch it, arch it, or arch it. I don't know which one's your wife going to be less. Noah's Ark or <laughs> the arches. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, it's it's okay. So they're going to fix it. Yeah, yeah. The stitching wants to be easier, and then but the one that's printed, they have to make a whole new jersey. That'll take a while. So thank that's God okay. we got the jerseys now, right. and not in May. So is your is your daughter's one right? Oh yeah. So. I don't understand so they how they one, get it wrong. One kid right and one kid and wrong. And it's not like a common name. Coach Justin. I don't know. I don't know where this happened, but I blame, it's okay. I blame your family for all using that nickname. Oh, yeah. It's like on, on Twitter you even do it. 
Yes. That, that that yeah that screws everything okay. up. Anyway, People, yeah. Anyway, problems. Whoops, whoopsie on there. Lights and jerseys. So we did get some more entries on our sports injury contest for the wonderful Chasing History Brewers at. Still time to submit your stories, by the way. So go to the website questionablethereturn.com/slash/giveaway. I think we did get a new entry. We did get one. So, my son so, was very interested in turning his story in, so we'll see if he turns his in. I don't think he he doesn't which, have many, but which he's one is really it? excited about it. I think it's the one where he, the knee one, the knee one. Yes, <laughs> he had a bruise for a couple. Wow. Well, nice well, we'll see oh. if he writes it. Tell him that's his homework assignment. Then he won't do it. Oh. <laughs> so I think my son's more nervous about getting his stitches taken out of his head than he did getting them put in. That happens Friday. That's a weird feeling. It's a funny feeling. It doesn't hurt. No, but he's been trying to resist the itching sensation that he has yeah. from his yeah. <laughs> from the stitches. I so we've had to put the starts to scar up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, I saw a he's picture. A of, I saw a picture of him, and it looks like it's kind of bleeding through. Um, that's actually I think the neosporin coming through. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. but you can't take that bandaid off for. Well, no, because he always itches it. Right. right. He's like he's like I want, he personally wants to keep it on because he thinks that's like the the magic. The signature <laughs> magic piece that's going to keep them from ruining it. but So it'll be kind of interesting. So you told your story last. I week, did. So when do you guys episode. need to share one? Do you go or you want me to go? You go ahead. All right. So I am kind of known as 110% Pete. Give it, give it a go all out every play. Obviously, we've kind of discussed that and me skidding up my knees a little bit. <laughs> on the basketball court. But another St. Cats baseball story against St. Cats. We we we've been mentioning St. Cats a lot lately. But we might even get a St. Cats alum to come on. Yeah, we'll see. Teaser. Anyway, I have a uh, bad rotator cuffs. So I never really strengthened my shoulders too much. So St. Cat's baseball, I played all over to Diamond, but was mostly in left field, I would say, that year. I don't remember which year this was. So St. Cat's, they weren't really that good that year, but ended up playing us well. Uh, we gave up a big lead, and then there was two outs la- left in the uh, last inning with uh, runners at first and second, I believe, and it came down to the last out, of course, to get the win. And, of course, knowing known for my hustle, the batter hit a sharp fly ball, like crushed it, and it started going over my head, and I got a perfect beat on it, just perfect. Regular Lorenzo came. Regular, yeah. Started running back on this ball, and of course I had to dive because <laughs> there was no way I was going to catch it. The game would, I, th- I think the game would have been over if I didn't catch this ball. So, so you sure you sure it was a dive? I'm almost certain. It was didn't get dive. the turf monster or anything. I think the dive gets longer and longer every year I get oh, older. Oh, of course. It's got to. So, so, yeah, I had to dive backwards to catch this ball. Oh, that's, dove. More, that's more Jim Edmonds-like yeah. than Lorenzo Kane. Right. I did. I dove, and I I looked at my glove, which was like a 20, 25-year-old glove because I used actually my mom's glove from the 80s. Nice. So it was awesome, but it was a little loose. It's a little uh, needed needed uh, new stitching. So um, the ball, I looked, and the ball ended up being stuck right in the glove. Like it nice. was like snow coned in like the web. It was pretty awesome. 
So I was going to start to lift up and I noticed my shoulder was in immense pain when I started to lift my arm up, realizing that I had a rotator cuff issue. And this isn't even the shoulder I had surgery on recently. So, oh, this is your good shoulder. This is my good shoulder now. So, so yeah, I ended up straining my rotator cuff. I had to miss a couple games, but at least I saved that game. So anyway, there's my story, fellas. Want to get onto the Let's get into actual listener stories. stories? So let's start off with one from Diane. She says she was invited to her friend's child's birthday party, neighborhood bowling alley. Excited to take up the sport again now as an adult, especially after bowling her first 300 game the week before. That's whoa, 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 whoa. Correction music. You say 300 a game? Okay, let's start this over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Which that makes this really more impressive. Yeah. I think corrections music has to go in. I think yeah. it does. All right. <laughs> First 200 game. Boom. The Which is still quite impressive, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's solid. I packed up my gear and off we went as a family. Bowling alongside the party. Picked up my first ball approaching the line with great form. I let go of the ball. My left leg slipped out from under me. I fell directly on my right kneecap. Ooh. Ooh. Not a lot of give oh, to those. Uh, those kneecaps don't the, move much. And the bowling alley floor, too. Oh, yeah. Feeling the pain immediately and totally embarrassed, I continued through it and finished the game with a 133. Not too shabby. Hobbling through the alley, trying to be strong, I muscled along. Later that evening, after a trip to the ER, I found out I'd broken my patella, the kneecap. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. That sounds incredibly painful. I like how, how she had to. I like how she had to, oh, like she had to muscle that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it says later that bowling night. alley street cred. Later that night, so she toughed that one out for. She must have had a tough, tough father. Do you can feel it separate? <laughs> like I don't know. So oh my bro- goodness! Broken kneecap from bowling. That's not a real common one. That's crazy. I wonder if she has the same approach like Pete has, where he kicks that leg out. Oh, you I feel kick, like you're gonna you gotta kick hip. the leg out and bring the ball oh, all the way up. Oh, it is. That's like Big Earn McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> do you, oh man. Do you remember when we like? I think it was probably the one of the first times we bowled league together, and I received real shoes, or I finally got fitted for real bowling shoes. And for all of you that have finally gotten real bowling shoes and realized that the crappy lane shoes are that crappy. Yeah, get so, what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So, so I finally got some good shoes, and I wasn't expecting to slide <laughs> near as far <laughs> as I did. So I slid and I hit the oil slick part of the lane. Oh, that's always fun! Over then, the line, and then, <laughs> and then completely fell backwards. <laughs> We've all done that. Come on. Well, aren't we all going to be bowling pretty soon? Is that yeah. involved in that? The, yeah, uh, I think we're all ra- bowling fundraiser. <laughs> yeah, we're bowling for a fundraiser, so that should be fun. We'll see how that goes. When was the last time you guys went bowling? Uh, last year. Okay, I, I'm about five years. Ooh, removed, ooh, I would that's say. gonna be fun. Yeah, but I will say that five years ago I went for a work thing and actually did pretty well. We had a team of uh, employees versus team management at a big work event, and we were the team crushing drinks. <laughs> <laughs> ordering rounds of tequila shots and pitchers of beer and all the managers were just very much st- still buttoned up not willing to kind of let loose so i think that was our secret 
So that's going to be really interesting because I don't. It's it's be it's really hard to bowl without having an adult beverage. That is true. You need to loosen up a little bit. Like big Long Islands, I think, just coincide <laughs> with yeah. league bowling. Our next story comes from friend of the podcast Scott. He starts out by saying, "It didn't happen to me." Are we allowing this? Yeah. Did we say it was okay? Okay. Uh, I think I said it last episode. Okay. I guess I'll let it slide. But it didn't happen to me, but it's the funniest sports injury I've ever heard of. My uncle was skiing at a resort out by Lake Geneva. He was an avid skier and thought he would take on one of the harder hills with jumps. Never a good idea. I don't care how good you think you are, unless you've done it a few times, I wouldn't just start there. But anyway, he started down the slope and realized one of his skis was loose. <laughs> also not a good good. Oh, boy. When he took the first jump, the ski fell off and stuck in the snow ahead of him. Mm. That's impressive to have a flying mm. ski to go in front of you. I could see that happening. He then landed on the ski with his man parts. Oh, boy. What? Ripping them up pretty good. Oh. He, land, he landed and needed about 20 stitches to reassemble them. How did he land on the ski? You just can't make this stuff up. So if he, did the ski slide out and like stick in the snow upwards and he landed? I'm thinking yeah, it was sticking like vertical and he... Or well, an ang- it'd have to be on an angle and then he kind of slid into it, right? Right in the old tea bag. He did mention there were jumps. Did he... Was this coming off a jump? I like, right, not. Come off a jump, kick the ski off, land in the snow, and then proceeded to land on it like a spear. Well, he's lucky he didn't impale himself. Yeah. Well, he kind of did. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Oh... Oh, man. Give it to his uncle. Yeah, give him the hat. He wins. I wonder if he fathered any kids like Buckets did. Yeah, that's true. Buckets was able to report that. His Nick Foles. All right, Scott, you need to write us in and let us know what (laughs) what was the outcome of your uncle. Yeah, help us out, Scott. All right, Pete, let's take us home. Read us the last entry for sports injury. All right. This is from Gabe in St. Francis. So one time in college at... UW lacrosse. I was on punt return and was tasked with blocking the punt. UW Stout had a guy that was 6'2 and on the second line to block any would be rushers. I made it to the second line every time. Then on the last punt of theirs in the fourth quarter, I told the sideline, Watch me. I got this. I said, I'm jumping over that mother trucker during the play. I made it to the second line. Jumped and got my hip over his shoulder pads. Holy Six foot two. Cow. Hip over, sh- over shoulder pads. Flipped over and landed <laughs> on my shoulder. Of course, naturally, he was fine, right? I'm sure. This, yeah, wouldn't, I'm be sure. A story. this wouldn't be a story if it six, was. Six, from six foot two up. This down. would not be the right submission if it was. If no, he was perfectly fine. Of course, this causes me to dislocate my left shoulder. For the last time in my college for career. The, for the last time. Last yeah. time in my means... college career because I tore my labrum and decided to hang it up because I would need surgery to fix it. Yeah, I'm also curious the to end. know if this is the last time. How many times before were there it. before it? Yeah, I think if somebody says the last time, I'm sure yeah, it was like every have... game and they were popping their shoulder yeah. back in. <laughs> yeah, that's where they're like, all right, I've had enough. It's like so I'll admit, we're waiting in suspense because once you get that high, there's, yeah. a, there's a multitude of things that could happen. So I do want to admit, I, I I know this is my cousin, mm-hmm. my cousin Gabe. Yeah. And he's he's one BA mother trucker, mm-hmm. if I can say anything. So he, 
He uh yeah, he was played for lacrosse and I I did go to a game. He was what, he, he was what 5'10"? Uh yeah, he was so just, just, that, just taller than me. Makes it all but the more he was, impressive. He but was bald. He's a big guy. But he's he, a big. He played linebacker and he looks like a linebacker. Yes, yeah. he is total linebacker. He, Zach Thomas esque, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Yeah, he was a he was a wild kid, yeah. so to say. He was a fun uh, cousin he's to a, have. He's a wild adult. Oh yeah, he's a good guy though. Anyway, so I I went to the Whitewater. Whitewater was good back then too. Whitewater lacrosse game that he was playing in, and he got in for for a couple plays. But there was a goal line stand, fourth and one, and Whitewater had an awesome running back. So this running back tried to jump over, of course, the line. I see my cousin just meet him, just perfectly, perfectly jump and just lay the guy out, just crushed him. There's a perfect picture of him. That's got to be a great feeling that they took. But yeah. To time that right and blow up the play. Blow up a play, yeah, against Whitewater. Yeah, that was Did you remember stunning. It? I feel like that's the type of play that you may not remember. Um, Saying Depending on how he hits it. He remembers it now because he's listening to the podcast. And he's got the picture. Right, right. Lacrosse <laughs> took an awesome picture of it. Midair, <laughs> just crushing the guy. Hey, I'm sure if he could do it all over again, he wouldn't change a thing. Oh, no. So Why would you? Worth it. All right, another good round of three stories. Really appreciate it. So, guys, we'll get your... Uh, your stories in you got a little bit of time yet we're gonna run this through what another week or so yeah just yeah. about we'll say we'll give them a week from saturday sure so a couple of miscellaneous sports topics before we hit the nba bucks brewers packers all of wisconsin great stuff so of course we're headed into wrestlemania fellas I got to mention it. Sorry. I know I'm going to bore some of you out there, but it was a pretty impressive week for WWE heading into Fastlane coming up in, uh, I believe, a week. And um, so a lot of storylines, uh, but they've been kind of hit with uh, due to lack of storylines for WWE because Roman Reigns had leukemia. He he had a comeback from, from uh, remission, I guess, so to say, back in, uh, I believe, October. And uh, he uh, came back on Raw Monday, and it was pretty awesome to see him come back because he is the top dog in, in WWE. Like him or not, he gets gets the most uh, boos and the most cheers, and it's it's almost like that Cena-esque kind of stuff. Would, so. or would you say he's their biggest star now? Um, like it or not. I mean, people. a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people don't like that WWE pushes him, but yeah, I would say he's probably probably near the top of their list for for stars. Definitely, they they want to push him as much as possible. He's from the Rock family, from that that bloodline, I guess. So so that's kind of nice. And also, um, Ric Flair, he turned seventy, and they had a huge birthday party for him at the end of the show <laughs> on Raw. Everybody's so, got to love Ric Flair. Of course, everybody loves Ric Flair. I, I love Charlotte Flair. She's a wonderful. I was um, pulling for her big so. time because I had her in the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, she's team. she's just like her dad. She's really good. She uh she was she was down to the final two, and sadly I lost. You did. So all the superstars were there. They were out there ready to celebrate his birthday. Triple H, Stephanie came out. They announced some special guests: HBK, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels was there. Ricky, the Dragon, Steamboat, the Olympian, Kurt Angle, and of course Sting. Um, they were all good buddies back in the day. Um, so all day I'll come out in the ring and they're showing this award that they're going to give them this, this 
nice belt. Happy 70th birthday. Uh, it's kind of weird that they're celebrating a birthday. So in the back of my mind, I feel like something's up. So Flair music pops. You know, the awesome Ric Flair music. Everybody knows it. Everybody's waiting and waiting. And all of a sudden, they show a man carrying a cameraman in the back back area of the stadium. And it's Batista. <laughs> yes. Batista. Dave Batista. The uh, man Guardians known for of Guardians Gal- of the Galaxy? Yes. <laughs> so... For WWE fans, it's pretty huge because um, he's been kind of rumored to come back for a couple of years. But, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy have been pretty huge. So he gets in a tussle with Flair in his room. They don't show the fight because he is he is 70. He is yeah. pretty old. So they're not going to show any of that fight. He drags him out. He yells, hey, Hunter, are you listening now? Of course, Hunter is Triple H. So... It looks like WrestleMania is going to feature Triple H versus Bautista, which should be a pretty awesome fight, I would hope. Anyway, so stay tuned for for more WWE updates. So that's uh, <laughs> building up a lot of hype for uh Yeah, definitely, event. definitely. So one of the cool things I want to kind of mention was the first woman college player, college skill player signed her. D1 letter of intent to play for Central Methodist University. I believe her name is Tony Harris. She appeared on a Super Bowl ad. I think uh, talking about perseverance. She she had she diagnosed with leukemia in 2014 and went to remission last year. And says her goal is to one day play in the NFL. But first step is to play D1 college. So she was playing junior college and uh, officially got a scholarship from uh, Central. Methodist. So next fall, she'll be playing as the first skill player, woman skill player to play in college football. She's a safety. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. That's a, yeah. That's a physical position. Yeah. You need to be pretty right. athletic. Big step too. for uh, women there. That's for sure. Because you always see kind of the kicker. We, yeah. I, I think uh, recently, maybe last year, I think she actually pursue is pursuing other things, but she was a pretty good kicker and she went, I think, to a D1, but I'm not sure. But anyway, she, went to like she didn't play in any game, though. So mm-hmm. we'll hopefully, hopefully this girl gets to play in a game. She has a pretty good shot. And the other uh, pretty interesting thing I, I saw or read about was uh, LeBron James is now top 10 in scoring and top 10 in assists. He's the first NBA player in history to do that, to be part of two top 10 lists, at least assists and scoring. It's pretty impressive. That is, yeah. I would, yeah. I would have thought Magic Johnson would have been on there. Yeah, you're surprised no one else had ever done that. Magic cracked. career sh- cut short, kind of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That a little bit. That's true. Is he on the top ten for scoring though? Magic is not on that. Magic Johnson's actually number five overall for assists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what I was looking at then. Because I knew he was high on assist. Well, yeah, I knew he was high on something. I thought it was points. I don't know why. So scoring next up for LeBron is Michael Jordan. Uh, blast and he's, and he's close though he'll he'll pass him yeah not unless this laker team writes the ship well <laughs> well isn't that all the more reason for lebron to just keep shooting kind of like just, the kobe laker years yeah there's so much conspiracy and and total overreaction about what's going on in la right now 
There's also talk like just have them sit out the rest of the year, tank it so they get a top 10 pick. Oh, tanking. Well, then like the whole big thing, like sports radio in LA say don't do that because the team's actually going to play better with without with him playing. Like the young guys playing in is probably going to actually be a better team on the court than with him. It's pretty amazing how he flipped his whole team last year but couldn't flip it flip it this year. Like he he doesn't have the the reins over in Los yeah. Angeles. Well, cuz he signed now long term in Los Angeles. That's and, true. Yeah. And the, Cleveland was just so desperate to try to keep him around. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's so interesting is he, is he had say in the the surrounding cast that he had like brought in Rondo and yeah, Cobo Pope. I just think it's what's kind of crazy is and a lot of the talking heads are, are are mentioning this but they're putting a lot of eggs in the basket to get Anthony Davis. There's not really a huge option other than that coming in free agency because there's already I think we talked about this back in October. He seems to be a cancer that people don't want to go play with him. There is the talk that he can be incredibly hard on everyone around him to a point that, yeah, some guys just don't handle it well. Well, there's a case in point. I think there's like a animated GIF going around that was around Twitter and things like that where he clearly didn't play defense on his guy, was standing under the basket, didn't bother cover- covering him. Guy gets past the ball, still doesn't go out to guard him, shoots a shot, then looks at him like, looks at everybody else like, why didn't you guard that guy? Yeah. When it's clearly his guy. Yeah, even when he messes up, he yells at other people. There is, though, you get Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson and even Kyrie, I, it seems like the Lakers have to get one of those guys. There has, there's enough free agents. Even Jimmy Butler's not. There's no guarantee he's right. back in Philly. Yeah, they'll get someone. I just don't. You know would who. think so. There's a lot of. There's not many what, max slots, I guess, yeah. out there. Well, I think there's a lot of players. You're gonna see a lot from the Knicks. I think the Clippers have one. Clippers yeah. have two. I two. Think. Yeah. I think and, what's interesting is but anyway. LeBron likes Durant too. They yeah, picked him twice. Yeah, so that, but I don't know if Durant's Durant. already said he's not playing on the West Coast again. Yeah, he's from Maryland originally. He might go to the Knicks. So I think the there's Knicks a lot of talk able... that he wants to move back to the East Coast. Yeah, but you've, there's also rumors of, um, like Kawhi doesn't want to go play there. So Kawhi seems like he's not going to be an option to go there. That he might rather go to the Clippers. And yeah, he seems like he wants his own team. He doesn't want I to be a second tier guy. Yeah, and that's the thing that. is like LeBron's gonna be that guy and take all those shots. Like, why would Durant want to go there? He's already been a part of a team that most of his shots are getting taken away. Like, he wants to be by himself, I bet. He wants to be, you know, that guy. It's it's hard for those big alpha dogs to to yeah. push over shots. I still I still think there's a there's a situation where they probably still end up with Anthony Davis. I think that still probably is a good potential one, especially if they start tanking that that their first round pick now becomes more valuable. Well, I think uh, the Pelicans they they should have just taken the Lakers' offer because it's not going to get much better than that. And I can't believe they didn't take it. If that was the offer, yeah, it was like tons of picks. That, but that was but, insane. But to be honest, I mean, they had nothing to lose. Like what, the worst case scenario for them is they're going to get to compare other offers from other teams once the once the season's over. So you have the Celtics that are now going to potentially be in play and other teams like that. So I don't necessarily blame them. And in fact, I kind of like to see like the owners kind of sticking up for themselves a little bit. Just be like, you're under contract for three more years. If you didn't want to play here, why'd you sign the max deal? Yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing is the Celtics are the other big player and they, they have better assets than the Lakers. But they, they'd have to uh, 
let Kyrie Irving walk, it seems, to, so to like, make it work. What's interesting is that Kyrie could potentially reunite with him in L.A. Like Kemba Walker seems like a potential fit. But other than that, like there's there's not much else after an Anthony Davis that you could really partner with LeBron and say, like, this is now a championship team. Because they're, whatever yeah. they're going to do, they're going to basically have to gut their team and then have nothing left. Yeah. You pretty much want to save some money for depth. And and you and you can see him falling off. Like, his skill set, I mean, even now, like, you've seen the skill, skills drop off. He's not a LeBron from five, ten years ago. He's 34 years old and has a ton of miles on him. Yes. When you think about how many playoff runs they've made and playing for Olympic teams, right. LeBron has about as many miles as you could possibly have at age 34. I wanted to touch on a little bit of college basketball. Uh, Marquette lost at Villanova tonight. Pretty big loss. Big loss. Villanova uh, was struggling for sure. Yeah, Villanova was on a bit of a skid. Uh, Marquette's still in good position in terms of winning the Big East and seeding. Wisconsin lost as well. Uh, last night ugly loss double overtime game against indiana no matter how many times dimitrik trice tied the game wasn't quite enough you know one thing though it wisconsin went to the line 11 times in the second overtime Mm -hmm. they only made five yeah they started out uh i think oh of five at the free throw line in the second overtime and that's that's their achilles heel they were 13 of 25 in the game from for free throws so that's just what does them in every game but the thing I wanted to ask you guys is, how far does each team, Marquette and Wisconsin, have to make it for you to consider the season a success? Considering the Badgers didn't make the tournament last year, they had kind of a nightmare season with injuries and young guys playing. If they go into the tournament and just win a game and then lose in the second round, is that are you okay with that? I'll be shocked if they make it through the first weekend. I don't know because how they're how they how they've been ranking them all year, like a what a five, even a yeah. six seed, even a seven seed to me seems high. Like I think they should be like ten and lower. <laughs> You're that down on them. I'm that. Down, I mean, they have so many. They're so inconsistent. Like they're not a strong team. They can't hit free throws. Like talking tournament wise, it's usually guard play and free throws. They can't do their their guards have been terrible. The, the like, free throw shooting is always a concern. Is just awful. Like that's just something that that I thought the Badgers really hung their hat on with the Bo Ryan years, and it's something that's been such a big issue with this team. The what last last couple of years, I would think. But I I can't personally. I think if they win one game, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah, you didn't make the tournament last year, so that's kind of how I feel too. Because if they're a five seed. I mean, then they play a 12. If they win that, they'd That's play... That's a tough game. Th- that would be a tough game. And then the next game would be a playing a four seed if seeding holds. So you're looking at a scenario where they're going to be underdogs by th- the second round. Yeah. Almost. And like you said, maybe they're even like a six seed and they have to play like a three. Right. So there's no way they beat a three. I, I don't think. This team, how they're playing right now, I don't think there's any way. So right. I would say for for them... I would say getting out of the first round for Marquette. I hope they make it to the to the second weekend. That would be my because they have the guard, they have better overall shooting. I would think. Yeah. So if if Howard can take over, if Howard shows up and takes over like he can, I think that's great for the tournament. I think that's that's what the tournament is usually about. So, my opinion. I hope they make it to the second weekend. 
because of their free throw shooting, they can't close games out at all. And the way that just the way March is, I see them losing the first game and leaving. I think I just I just don't see them making past that game. But I, I guess it wouldn't shock me either way. Like so, I wouldn't be upset necessarily if they lose. So you won't be too so disappointed then if you're, they just make it. You're happy. You're, yeah. I just you're, I just having a team this on undis- this undisciplined seems, and especially this poor free throw shooting, just doesn't seem like a Greg Gard team. Like if you told me Greg Gard had probably one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the country, it just doesn't seem like it. So I just look at him in his historic and his, his teaching fundamentals and the whole idea of that, and he has a terrible, terrible free throw shooting. So you're team. you're bracing yourself for impact when they yeah, potentially I just, get I just, upset. They, yeah, unfortunately, it feels like a lot of people are kind of pessimistic about the Badgers this year. I feel like they're they're a mediocre team that overachieved at moments. Yeah, and then um, as far as Marquette goes, I would be happy with a Sweet 16 and be ecstatic with a Elite Eight. Based on their ranking, Sweet 16 would be nice, and I think anything after that's kind of that's gravy. I'm not going to leave the Badgers just yet. News came out that Wisconsin Badgers football Alex Hornerbrook has officially entered the transfer protocol. Kind of a little bit of shocking news, considering he was mm. the first man up for 2019. Mm. <laughs> Good riddance. Don't uh, let the door hit you on the way out. I think you heard footsteps of the incoming recruits and people, other people that played. I think that's exactly it. I think he didn't want to go into his senior year where he'd probably be the starting quarterback to start the season. And then quickly replaced. Yeah, fans, as usual, you know, would be calling for third all time in interceptions. <laughs> Just saying. Where's he in touchdowns? <laughs> he's like fourth. Yeah. He's high. He's high in everything else. But yeah, I don't know. He's so inconsistent. Yeah. F- fans would be calling for Graham Mertz by the time the conference schedule starts and I think he didn't want to finish his last year being benched so I get it yeah looking at early options though junior to be Jack Cohn he was 56 on 93 passing last year 60 percent 515 yards five touchdowns three interceptions he did win against Miami so he's probably your your quarterback I I would think I would think so Uh, I would think he has a slight edge over Horner or over Mertz. over Mertz yeah I, I kind of want to see Danny Danny Vandenboom yeah it's a pretty a, awesome name that is a great I just name. gotta say I want that jersey but yeah he appeared in three games last year only one passing attempt of course red shirt freshman Chase Wolf and the prized recruit Graham Mertz so that's what that's what we got so far I mean it, it speaks I think volumes to the running game and the defense that we had but it's kind of odd or you don't hear it that often that a uh, starting quarterback that played 35 games and went 26 and 6 as a starter. Yeah. It's pretty much uh shown the door. It shows you that yeah, the Wisconsin football like you said, it's running the ball and playing defense because Hornibrook despite his record and also Joel Stave despite his record were the fans never embraced them because they just looked at it as uh they're just being dragged along for wins despite their play. I'm actually a little surprised he just didn't hang it up completely, especially after he suffered from that the concussions and other things. That's that true. The ailments that, was, that, that plagued his last year's season. Yeah, because he had a couple bad ones. He had he came back and got another one, and then that ended his season. So we'll see where he ends up. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to wish anything bad on him or cheer against him. I think he, what, he played nine games, and then after October didn't play again the rest yeah. of the season. When you kind of said – I, I kind of saw that message come across that Hornibrook won't be the starter for – 2019 and i just assumed it was for medical reasons that i saw he actually entered the transfer protocol Horner, like, well, hornerbrook's probably going where gary anderson is no worries 
<laughs> yeah, I doubt he plays in a Power 5 conference. All right, guys, let's move into the NBA. Uh, Harden's streak ends at 32. Did you happen to see the way Atlanta was defending him <laughs> at the very end of the game? No, I missed it. Atlanta it was, did not want them to do it. <laughs> it was great. They would just have like four guys defend him. when He, he had 28 <laughs> points and there was like a minute left in the game. Yeah. They would just have like, he'd bring the ball up court and they'd all just like <laughs> swarm him. <laughs> That's awesome. He had the ball with like, uh, what, six seconds left, but yeah. he didn't put up a half quarter. Uh, he was, uh, he kind of said the streak was cool. He said it's cool. Um, but he was kind of happy that it was over. I'm sure it relieves some pressure where it's yeah. like, oh, I got to get 30 points no yeah. matter what. He would force 30, I felt. Yeah. Of course, he missed, he was 0 for 10 from three point land. So that didn't help. Uh, since I believe January 1st, is it? Giannis is out shooting Harden from three point range by nice. percentage. Nice. So, yeah. So he does have another record. 28 points is the most points scored with 10 missed three-pointers. Oh, wow. Impressive. Good job. So just remember that, MVP voters. Yeah. So famous streaks. So, of course, that's not my favorite famous streak. Do you guys have a favorite famous streak? I do. Yeah, absolutely. I can name off a couple if you want. No, I got mine. You got yours in mind? I've already referenced it on a recent podcast. Oh. It's it's the... uh, Ken Jennings, 74 Jeopardy oh, games in a row. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like that. Andy, you got one? Uh, famous streaks. The two favorite I like, uh, Brett Favre's. Nice. Consecutive starting streaks as well as Cal Ripken's Iron Man streak. So, so yeah, for, for, I don't know, not to have some redundancy, I guess, but Cal Ripken I love. So my, my favorite one, though, is the Chicago Cubs 108 seasons of losing. <laughs> I do like that uh, one as well. Good point. I wish it was still going. Well well played. That is my favorite. All right, going into our playoff push, the Bucks, of course, have to face the Eastern Conference foes and possibly like, like Western gonna, Conference. I feel like we're going to talk about this a lot. Yeah. Like every week I feel like we're going to constantly say, hey, what do you feel about the Eastern Conference if the but Bucks it, play X? Right, but I have. I feel like we haven't talked about confidence in – like first round, who do you think you'd feel confident against? Uh, second round, conference finals in the Eastern Conference, and then of course going to the Western Conference, who would you feel confident in in playing to win a finals matchup and win the championship? Well, first round probably doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel. I feel like they can get out of the first round. Yeah, I feel like we're probably the way it stands today. What is Charlotte? Yeah. So we get Charlotte. I think we're instantly double-digit favorites in almost every game. Yeah. That'd I be... might rather have the Pistons than Charlotte. I don't know if it even yeah, matters. If but I I'll had pick. to pick, I'd pick the Pistons. That's for but, sure. But we're really? good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Charlotte's given them most, more trouble with Kemba Walker. and I, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. It's just something about yeah. that team. I guess Defensively, when I look at they, it. they really slow it down where Detroit kind of wants to run a little bit more. I guess I just look at it too as I think Kemba Walker is just a better player than than Blake Griffin. If you look at just each team's best player, I think Kemba Walker is more to worry about. Oh, you add Thon Maker though. Oh, that's <laughs> revenge. <laughs> He's not doing well. Shocking. All right. So second round, uh, who I guess you thinking? Of course, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, ish. 
might be in that second round. Well, it's starting to look like the Raptors and Bucks are going to be the top two seeds. Right. So they they wouldn't face the Raptors. They wouldn't. I, the Raptors seem more unlikely. Obviously, the uh, the Pacers would be nice with no Oladipo. Really? And then I know Sabonis just got hurt too. So it yeah. really, uh, I don't know how he's not going to be out that long, but it is going to te- test their depth. Otherwise, though, I mean, do we dare call for the Celtics? They have been just a mess. I have to say, if I, I'd prefer the I prefer the Celtics over Philly. I think so too. Really? I do. I just think this, even though how how powerful the Sixers are, I just don't think they're going to have legs because they just they don't have a bench the as depth, much. The depth. I mean, they a... have what Simmons now, but I haven't really watched them too much. It'll be it's going to be very interesting when they play them because yeah. we haven't really seen the Sixers since the beginning of the season, so. Um, but yeah, I think round two really scares me because even though the Celtics are, who knows, you look at what the Cavaliers did last year. They just kind of were a snake in the weeds and of course went to the championship. So I don't know. I, I just worry about playing the Celtics because they have beaten us. They beat us last year. They nearly beat that us. Is a, it is a different not team. Not too though. long ago though. But this they team nearly, is completely imploded. Well, they were imploded Ky- when we played them last week. Kyrie's on a daily basis talking about how he's the, the truth is real. I can't wait for the season to be over. Okay, then we should have beat him by more than one. That's true. I do, I, I do. Yeah, and as we mentioned, that game did feel very much like a playoff atmosphere. I don't know. I, they still worry me. And I'm worried about the Pacers because I feel like every time they play the Pacers, they play them tough. So it, I just feel like we can overpower Boston on a night in night out basis, and I just feel the Sixers match up with us pretty well, okay. and that would be a little more difficult. Yeah, I guess it'll be interesting to see what the Bucks Sixers game. You know, those I think they play them twice coming up. So yeah, and one thing about both those teams is Philly is fifteen and fourteen on the road, and Boston is fourteen and sixteen. So you you do feel good about having home court against those teams. Those teams have not been impressive on the road. Actually, not that many teams really have been this year. Yeah, uh, the Bucks have been. The obviously. Bucks have been. Yeah, they're twenty two. They're uh, ten and one in their last, I believe, eleven home or away games. Yeah, so. big win again tonight. Yeah, road and Toronto's pretty good on the road. Yes. But otherwise, yep. you don't really worry. Yeah, too much about the rest of the teams. It's like a weird dark horse team that come when they kind of. I'm pulling for just to kind of see what happens in the East, like kind of like Brooklyn to see what they can do. Make a little noise. After all those years of rebuilding and being terrible to right. actually be a playoff team. They play yeah. hard. They're one of like, they're very much like a, a Kings team. Yeah. Like you can expect their best on a night in night out basis. So just talking about the Western conference, let's say the bucks get through and dream sequence happens. And you face X. Who do you think they can beat? That's realistic that they go there. Realistic. I want who they can beat. I want. Granted, we might be guaranteed the the one team, of course, <laughs> the Warriors. But I want the uh, the top two MVP candidates to face off. I'd love to get the Rockets. I think the Rockets are totally beatable. I know they haven't been as good as last year, but they've had a lot of injuries. We'll see where they finish, but I yeah, I I um I'm not even sure the Rockets get through Portland. Yeah, man, I don't know. Rockets surprise you. 
Well, we'll see. I, I think, yeah, they're out of the top. They just can't get healthy. Out of the top four. So you're thinking Warriors, Nuggets. Well, Nuggets are kind of falling a little bit. But Warriors, Nuggets, Rockets, Thunder. I would think the yeah. top four. Out of those four, I would definitely say it would be probably 50-50 with Nuggets and Rockets for me, who I want to face. I mean, the Nuggets are four games up in that two seed. Yeah. I just I can't see them beating the Warriors in the Eastern Conference Finals because they're young. But, um, but yeah, I would want to face the the Nuggets or Rockets. Thunder with George and Westbrook, I, that team totally makes me scared because of their mm-hmm. just power of right there. And, of course, the Warriors. I think they can hang with the Warriors. I really they it would be a lot of fun. They played them so so well, but granted, the playoffs are a different beast. You just don't know that with this Bucks team. You know, it just seems like they're really pushing for that number one seed. But a lot of teams just kind of take a break in this playoff push with the NBA, and then they really, really show up in the playoffs. So it's kind of interesting trying to judge this. So yeah, which teams can kind of flip that switch, and maybe Boston is one of those. With I think OKC is kind of an interesting team. Like that, that seems like a team that could really. That would be a fun championship game, OKC and uh, Warriors. Yeah, but part of me wants to, if we get to the finals, as much as I want to have a team that I think we feel comfortable winning, part of me feels it would be vindicated if it was against the Warriors and we and we took them to like six and one. Yeah, everybody says that about the Patriots, though. And not a lot of them beat them. <laughs> well, there's a difference, though, between that and yeah. the NBA. Cause, Very true. Because if, if we played the Warriors, it would be Bucks and six. And no team, <laughs> no team can say that about the Super Bowl. Oh man, Bucks and six. Speaking of the Bucks, the Bucks sign Isaiah Cannon. Mm-hmm. All right, you got it. He, to a ten-day contract. Is that a question or a statement? I was just Maybe. making sure for corrections music. So they signed Cannon to a ten-day contract. Hill is out at least this away game stretch. I heard. Um, so. He might be signed for another 10-day contract. He's known, of course, Hill is known as a slow healer. And uh, our uh, great Planet Pat is going to get some more minutes. Hey, he was playing crunch time tonight. Crunch time tonight. But Giannis, he was playing crunch time tonight because Giannis didn't play against the Bulls and his quote-unquote knee soreness. Uh, Bud likes to play it safe with uh, his stars when he's in playoff mode. Honestly, I love it. Yeah, it's fine. I love the idea of it. Yeah, you get all to the rest he needs. You get to see this team what they can do without Giannis, which it's pretty awesome. And um, so Bud is uh, limiting his numbers, obviously, with the Sacramento game. He didn't play much of overtime, if at all. I think he was in there to rebound once. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think about these last two games against the Bulls and the the Sacramento Kings? They won both of them. They Sacramento was close, went in overtime. Bucks got their first win in overtime, I believe. Yeah, that was an interesting game where you had. A- I think the Kings were up by 10 at one point, and the Bucks had a lead up, up to, what, 17 points, give or take. Yeah, they were up big in, like, the fourth quarter, and then... And we did, like, some of the subbing stuff a little bit, and they were able to chip away and get back in. And I, so anytime you can go to the West Coast, the long trip, long travel time, and go in and beat a team, whether it be overtime, and then you get a little bit of rest for your players. Granted, they go to overtime, so it's not that much rest, but it was good to see Giannis not get some of that the bulk minutes. Well, it feels good. Yeah, we're going to get Sacramento's best. I mean, Buddy Heald staked his house on the Kings making the playoffs, so, you know, he's he's, he's <laughs> motivated. Yeah. Right. But Sacramento's, like, my favorite random team in the NBA because they're just, like, the college all-stars. If you watch a lot of college basketball, 
not only, especially for us Big Ten people, not only do they have players like Swanigan from Purdue and uh, they got Yogi Ferrell from Indiana, like guys you recognize, uh, Kufus from Ohio State. Oh, yeah. They also got all the blue blood schools well represented. They got Bagley and Giles from Duke. They have Harrison Barnes now from North Carolina. Cully Stein and Fox from Kentucky. They're just fun. It's like every yeah. major college well, program well, you I recognize. The, I like the one we talked about earlier. I think Pete actually made a great analogy, and I loved it when you made the comparison where the Kings are kind of what the Bucks were. Oh, yeah. A yeah. few years ago where this is like your championship game where you, you see the Warriors. Like for us, it'd be like when the Warriors came in when they're undefeated and we couldn't give them their first loss. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah those fans were going crazy the whole game. Um one thing that I'm I'm pretty pumped about, and I told you guys when we were watching the game, is I'm kind of worried if Brogdon's going to get a huge contract from somebody else because the guy is just on fire. He's The last five games, he has 19 average points. He scored 25 and 22 the last two. He's, of course, lights out from the free throw line, no question about that, 88%. Um, Three-point line, he's shooting 51% with uh, about, I don't know, almost over 20 attempts. So, I mean, this guy, he's just been amazing the last two games, 25 points and 22. He's just hitting big shots at the end of games. You're just worried that uh, his offer could be so big that we can't even match it? It's going to be interesting. No, he's he's well-respected around the league, too, being NBA PA vice president. Mm, vice president. That's not his title. He's the mm, president. That's true. Uh-huh. He's the president. I love when he hits a lot of vice presidents. When he presidents. hits threes and stuff, or or something happens during a game, it's I love the, that. It's the president music. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember hearing that. It's so good. Anyway, it's a DJ up version of it. It's awesome. But yeah, I think the way Brogdon's playing, it's just another guy that really just can step up and help this team if Giannis isn't scoring in the playoffs. And you think of Mirtich and what he adds, and how great he's been for this team. I don't know. It's I just thinking of Lopez too. At the beginning of the year, Lopez, we were like, "Oh, I hope he just plays good defense, and you know, he he can score inside maybe." Well, guys, he's going to have a record for uh, three point makes, I believe, for the Bucks. Like and he's right crazy. up there with Ray Allen. And how about tonight? We're trying to limit uh, limit Giannis's minutes. Mirotic had twenty one points. Yeah, like yeah, you look it up there. Yeah, that's it's a great move. A lot of fun watching this team. So we can go down the stretch. If if you had to ask if you asked this question at the beginning of the year, like if you had to give one person that's not Giannis the ball down to, like who would you want to have shoot? I think at the beginning of the year, like mine would have been Middleton. Like it, Middleton for sure, yeah. I think we even talked about this on an episode, like early in the season that you want Middleton shooting. Yeah, but I, I think, think but I think you asked now, it's definitely not him. I give uh, it to Brogdon. A hundred percent Brogdon. All day. And you looked at that last play to in, in overtime. They were forcing it to Brogdon. They were right. trying to hit him, and then Pat finally hit him, and he hit that big yeah. three. Good, or, job, good job by Pat. Or even Bledsoe, maybe. Bledsoe had a triple-double tonight. Bledsoe's one of those guys, I think if, if you're down by one and you need to, you need to get that score, yeah. you can penetrate so well and get, get to the rim, I think you give it to him. But oh, yeah. It, yeah, if you want That's what he did. He did that tonight. So If you want a three, yeah, I'd definitely probably get it to Brogdon. Yeah, definitely. He's just playing with such confidence, and, and he's on a roll right now. He's just ice cold. Man, that guy's amazing. One of the big free throws on the stretch, too. It was nice. But yeah, I don't want to read too much into it. I'm pretty excited. I mean, you, you're kind of, little again, a little bit worried that they blew a 17-point lead. Yeah, it's bound to happen. But at the same time, you like that they were able to close out that game. Like, Yep, still, still found a way to win. 
back-to-back games. Got LeBron yeah, this coming is, up, which right? Which is not that scary. But then Utah the day after. That'll be LeBron, the one. Utah, yep. That'll be the tough one. They also have another back-to-back in this weird road stretch before they have a lot of home games. They have another, uh, I think it's Charlotte and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's their, their, I think that might be their last back-to-back, to be honest. But it's a long travel day, too. They, yeah. they do have another one after that. They oh, have okay. a Lakers-Cleveland back-to-back. So is, is Utah on Friday or is, is Lakers on Friday? Utah's on Saturday, yeah. Lakers oh, okay. Friday. So I would think Giannis plays Friday, sits on Saturday. I could see that. Maybe Middleton sits on Friday. Yeah, we'll see how bad his knee actually is. This one might actually be legit knee soreness. I think some other times they've just wanted to rest him because it's a back-to-back, but... With limited minutes tonight, don't risk him having a bad knee come playoff time. Play it safe. Wouldn't you almost rather see him play against Utah? Utah seems to be a bigger threat than LA is. Mm. Yeah, I think a statement wise, you'd want to you want to beat LeBron. Yeah. I don't call him the Lakers. His, it's LeBron. Well, it's his rival, Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Right, mm-hmm. LA LeBrons. You guys ready for our little game? Keeper cut. So if you guys remember this keeper cut, um, I kind of have a little twist in this though. Rank these items of certain topics, one being the worst and five being the best. So we're giving them points basically? So yes. So one, one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I have, so I have five of them. Mm-hmm. Each category, there's only four categories. The categories are Packers, Baseball, Kids, and other okay all right you guys ready mm-hmm. there's no there's no winner or loser you okay. just want to see i just how want you it. want you guys to rank these things okay, okay good did right, you so rank f- them as well so we'll, we'll also find out how you felt yeah okay all right five the best obviously we're going by like uh movie ratings mm-hmm. five's the best one's worst okay packers brett Favre, aaron Rodgers. Bart Starr, Lynn Dickey, and Frank Lamping. <laughs> Rank them from one to five. Mike, you can go first. Okay, Lynn Dickey's one. All right. I I mean, I know he's a legend, but Bart Starr's two. Brett Favre is three. Aaron Rodgers is four. And Frank's fifth, of course. Okay. He's five. He's Amazon five, five star. star. Yeah. Yeah. Because... None of those other guys have been on the podcast. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good answer. I can't even top that, so I totally agree with what you said. Mine was going to be in the same order, but... Andy totally forgot all the names, that's why. No. No, I'm just kidding. Favre versus Aaron Rodgers is tough. I would have said Favre, I think, my whole life, and then he went to the Vikings and ruined everything. Yeah. that. No matter how many times you come back to Lambeau, no matter how many hugs you give him at the NFL honors and SBs... You were still the D bag that went to the Vikings. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, mine is, yeah, the same as yours. Lynn Dickey, Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and the great Frank Lamping. Yeah. Best Packer Hall of Famer, I would say, right now. Next topic, baseball. We have hot dogs, home runs, strikeouts, bunting, and Bernie Slide. <laughs> oh, well, Andy, Andy goes first. Oh man, 
Number one, bunting. Oh, man. You don't love the bunting, huh? Number it's two. It's a dying breed. Number two, hot dogs. Okay. Three, strikeouts. Four and five, I feel, can be interchangeable because he only slides if there is home runs. But I do love home runs. So we'll do we'll do home runs and Bernie Slide. Because home runs could be anybody. So Andy five starred Bernie Slide. Okay, I'm gonna one star it. I was gonna have you start with five, but <laughs> all right. Oh. <laughs> okay. So your Bernie Slide is one. Yeah, bunting. So you don't two. like Brewers home so runs. I think huh? I think maybe a future podcast we'll have you debate Bernie Slide, but go ahead. His his slide was better when he used to slide into a mug of beer. That is true. I I will give you. Credit. Now he's just got this. Bright Off that video, his slide looked very scary, though. Yeah, there's no there's behind no sa- the scenes. Yeah, there's no safety <laughs> nets <laughs> or anything. Yeah, it's fun it that way. Scary. Anyway, uh, bunting too. Yeah, bunting. Get away with that. Man, I love slap bunting. Uh, yeah, I'm a bunter. I just think of pitchers up to bat, and we don't want any of that. All right. Then the, the age old video where you see guys get bunts off the off the bat in the face. <laughs> I would I guess I'll go hot dogs. Brats are I, better. Yeah, in terms of stadium food, I don't get hot dogs that often. Okay. Only on dollar dog days. And then I'm gonna say home runs four, strikeouts five because of our Super Bowl pen. We're strike. I'm looking at you. Oh, know, yeah. Our guys getting the strikeouts. Hader, Jeffress, Knable, hopefully Burns. So put some stock into those right. flamethrowers. So mine is hot dogs, home runs, strikeouts, Bernie Slide, and then bunting. You love Bernie Slide and bunting. Is this you love bunting tr- the most? Troll us? I love bunting. Like a suicide squeeze? It's the most exciting That's play. Different than bunting. Based- that's still bunting. Yeah, the suicide. That's, that's some like that's all right. Oh, the that's, well, like, that's, that's having, fine. That's having Chase Anderson when Sorry. we're down by down by seven runs. No, bunting fi- some guy to second. That's I, fine. Yeah, I should have wrote suicide squeeze. No, that's fine. You can even count it as a suicide squeeze. Your favorite part of baseball is the play that gets run once a season <laughs> if you're lucky. That's I watch every game and wait for it. All right. He's just waiting while he's watching MLB Network for the cut in of a suicide squeeze. That's my greatest moment as a high school baseball player. All right. Were you the guy on base or the bunter? I was the bunter. Okay. Bunted it over the first baseman's head. I mean, Ever since we got rid of Ron Rennie, rest is history. we stopped doing suicide squeezes. You're more likely to see a complete game than a suicide squeeze run successfully. All right, next section, please. Mm-hmm. Kids. Oh, do I have to rank you guys as kids? This isn't, this <clears> isn't allowed. All right. Pete's offspring. Oh, no. <laughs> Andy's offspring. <laughs> this is not fair. The offspring. Oh, the band? Yes, the band. Luna, Kitty. <laughs> and last but not least, Irish Spring. I couldn't think of a fifth one. Irish like, Spring? Like the, the soap? Yeah. Okay. So, Irish Spring, which, Mike, you should love. I used to use Irish Spring. Stop buying it. Harsh soap. So so I feel like I, I want Mike to go last for this I, one. I want Mike to go last. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So... um. One is Irish Spring. I don't really like it. Again, I didn't have... Sorry. (laughs) So Irish Spring. The Offspring. Mm -hmm. Luna. (laughs) Andy's Offspring. (laughs) And Pete's Offspring. Which is me. 
Yeah. Well, obviously, you're going to put your kids first. Okay, Andy. So my number one would be Luna Kitty. Oh. Only because I'm allergic to cats and, and really don't like them. I mean, he just puts soap over your cat. Well, that's fine. Now I know where to rank his kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It would be hard for me to actually rank uh, anything below a cat. Um, I don't know. There's millions of virus spring soaps. There's one Luna. That's true. If it's specifically just Luna Kitty, I guess I can go higher. It's not all kids. I don't really like I don't really like Irish Spring soap that much, so I I could put that last. So I mean, I really don't like the Offspring. All right, so I'll, I'm gonna start <laughs> over. I would do the Offspring five or one Offspring's one. The Offspring. Yeah, like the band. The band. Oh, okay. I do love Irish Spring soap more than the band. Not, right. not a big fan of the band. All right. And then, yeah, then Luna Kitty has to be three. Pete's kids than my kids. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, for mine, I'd go. I'll go Irish Spring one. I actually I used to use that soap, and then I realized something about it. I would still like smell it on me. Like it, it, like, ne- it doesn't come off. Of yeah, you. like late in the day. I noticed that like in a meeting at like yes. four o'clock. There's like, like a film on you. Yeah. And I'm What's like, weird is like it's that, and then it starts mixing with other. Never mind. But you know what I'm saying. Other yeah. things start mixing in with it, and then it really doesn't smell good. But then I, I thought. So what do you go with then? I, you know, I don't always even use soap. You don't use do. soap. What I do if I'm like dirty, I Just I use man lather. I use body wash. Well, that's what I'm saying. What kind of Sometimes. soap is? But I don't use it every day. Everybody uses uh, Old Spice now. Yeah, I I'll do. use I'll use Old Spice body wash. But some a lot of days, if I feel like I'm not that dirty, I just take a clean washcloth and a really hot shower and give myself a scrub down. No soap needed. Luna's not judging. Yeah. Okay. Ever since, uh, yeah, I, I was scarred by smelling. I didn't like the fact <laughs> that the soap was on me like 12 hours later, but All right. number two, Offspring, the band. Okay. They're okay. And then uh, five is uh, Luna Cat. Okay. Nice job skipping <laughs> the tough question. All right. Let's go, to the, let's go to the other category. <laughs> oh, that was a fun one, though. You like... Whatever offspring you don't have to babysit that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Better. All right. The other category. So Golden Globes, Oscars, whatever you want to call them, happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so we'll just rank kind of award shows. Okay. All right. So we have the Grammys, mm-hmm. the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. Kids' Choice Awards, the AVN Awards. <laughs> <laughs> and the Questy Awards. Questy number five, and then flip a coin for the rest. <laughs> anyway. Well, I don't watch a ton of movies. Right. I don't think I saw a single movie nominated for an Oscar this year. Okay. But that. I don't think I have either, though. Yeah. Was Black Panther nominated? I saw Black Panther. Let me see that one. Put that one number one. I don't even know what the kids' choice awards. Music, kids. The, the group those Adults. all together. AVN four, Questy five. <laughs> We're on the I, same boat there. Honestly, I don't think, aside from our Questy Award show, I don't think I've I, listened or seen another one in probably a decade. Yeah, uh, I almost didn't even know the Oscars were going on 
we recorded during it. And the Oscars don't even care enough about themselves. They don't even have a host anymore. Yeah, I didn't know that until like yesterday someone mentioned. And it so. did a phenomenal job. <laughs> it was probably the best host in history. So I, I think I would just think that the Questy Awards are just so big and so huge every year that it would suck all of the stars away and it'd be 15 stars for the Questies. So. Well, we can do that. Did I do the math right? Well, I want to do that too, <laughs> but I want to give them all to the APN. Oh, there you go. And on that note. So I think with that, I think we gave you guys a lot, a very wide range of topics and things today. So I think we'll let you guys carry on with your day, whatever it may be. So with that, you guys have anything else to add? Sweet dreams, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Keep it loco. Local or local? <laughs> Locale? Corrections music? Like shop local? local. Or, or we're going loco. 99 cents per month. I'm going to buy a news, North Jersey no, newspaper. No, 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 what? Keeping it loc- local. Local. Local jokel. Keeping it loco, local. You're not recording story. Sure am. This is going to be terrible to edit. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike, at Mike R. Daly and Pete at P. Cozy with a K, Junior Jr. Please consider leaving us a five-star review as well as sharing us with someone you know.